Welcome to episode five of the Run With Me element of the Just Run With It podcast. I am Fiona O'Donnell. I am the host of this show. And if you haven't listened to any of the other episodes, there are a few episodes before this one that will introduce you to a little bit of running just to get you started. And most of the other episodes are based around movement. They're based around just listening to your body and looking at how you're breathing, looking at how you're moving, allowing you to relax during your runs. And now with this fifth episode of the Run With Me series, I want to get into a little bit more detail and educate you a little bit more about what your body is doing while you're running. So today we're going to take a look at RPE. And RPE, if you haven't heard of it before, stands for Rate of Perceived Exertion. I'm going to go into why this is important in a little while. But first of all, I just want to make sure that you are observing standard safety procedures when you're out running. Now, if you are on a footpath, hopefully you're wearing some high vis. If you are listening to me in your ears, and I'm not just on your phone tucked into your back pocket where you can hear me and hear the ambient sound, please, please, please just be careful and be very aware of your surroundings. If you have decided, and I'm not suggesting you should, but if you have decided to wear earphones and you're out and about running, please make sure that you have one earphone in and they're definitely not noise cancelling headphones so that you're aware of your surroundings, you're aware of the traffic around you. And I just have to go through that spiel because safety first. So I'm assuming, as I said, that you're out and about and you are walking or maybe you're doing a slow jog but wherever you are whatever you're doing I want you to just breathe in through your nose out through your mouth let's go through a little bit of a body setup before we start and then I'm going to talk you through rate of perceived exertion and we're going to use um, a little series of exercises to determine rate of perceived exertion today and we're going to do some different paces because if I was to say to you how many paces do you have I mean, it's it's immeasurable, okay? You've got so many paces, you know, a 545 um, kilometer pace, 546, 547, 548. So it's not just about walk, slow jog, fast run, or some people just have walk, run until they keel over because it's too fast for them. Um, so I want to go through a series of different paces with you today so that you can learn to understand what feels comfortable for your body, what feels comfortable for your running pace. And when we go on to do further intervals, that you have a better understanding of how to pace those intervals. So today, let's just take a breath in through the nose. Ideally, we're still in the warm up phase and I want you to exhale all the way out through your mouth. Next inhalation, bring your shoulders up towards your ears, breathe in, squeeze your shoulders upwards and as you exhale, just allow your shoulders to drop down and relax. Okay, you can do that one or two more times, breathing in, squeeze your shoulders up, exhale as you're walking and allow them to fall down. So this is just bringing more awareness to your posture and some of us when we start off, in anticipation of the fact that a run is going to hurt because maybe we haven't developed a fitness to um, to to run comfortably yet. I don't want you to tense up and feel uncomfortable in your upper body with that in anticipation of pain in mind. 
So next, I'm going to get you to shake out your arms. And if you're walking briskly, just be aware of your breathing. Is it easy? Just as you shake out your arms, let your fingers relax, let your hands relax. If you were holding your hands in fists, just stretch your fingers away and then let your hands relax again. Okay, we're nearly five minutes in, so shortly I'm going to ask you to do 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off, and we're going to do a few intervals before we get going in this RPE session. So, reaching out your fingers and let the hands relax. Now, bend your elbows at 90 degrees. Okay, so hands to the front, and I want you to focus on pushing elbows behind you as you walk. Don't allow them to come forward and cross over the front of your body. So from here, I want you to prepare and I want you to take a breath in. And as you exhale, let's just come into a 30 second easy jog. So here, I want you to be aware of how you're feeling. Be aware of what your body is doing. I don't want you to go fast. I want this to be really, really easy. And I want you to consider how long more could you go for? How long more could you sustain this pace? because this is where we're going to start talking about rate of perceived exertion. If I was to give you a scale from 6 to 20, where are you on that scale? And just come back to a nice easy walk. Okay, so in listening to your body now, I want you to think back. How did that feel? Was it very, very light? Was it very light? Was it fairly light, but maybe you were working a little bit? Was it somewhat hard or was it hard or very hard or very, very hard? Now, those things might seem really, really simple, but let's practice them. Take a breath in and I want you to bring the pace up again and let's go for another effort. So this time, I want you to be aware of how you're feeling. We're going to go for a minute this time. So are you feeling like this pace is very light? Sometimes you can start off and it can feel like it's very light, but about 10 or 15 seconds in, you feel like your perceived exertion rate has increased. But if it does, I want you to slow your pace down. Don't walk, just slow your pace down. So start by breathing in through your nose, out through your mouth. Think about how this feels. Where are you on that scale? I'm gonna go through the numbers in a second. Breathe in through your nose out through your mouth, where are you on that rate of perceived exertion? Does this feel light? Does it feel very light? Or does it feel hard or very hard? And yes, I am talking about the run. Breathe in through the nose, out through the mouth, and let's start slowing it down and come back to a walk. Okay, if you were jogging obviously beforehand and now you've increased your your pace to a run in those segments, you can still apply the Borg scale here or the the rate of perceived exertion scale. So when we look at this scale, I'm going to explain it to you a little bit. It goes from 6 to, as I said, 6 to 20, because when we go 1 to 10, we're inclined to always pick a number 5. We're inclined to kind of faff around with it a little bit. You've got another 30 seconds of rest now, so just get your breath back and have a listen. So when we say 6 and 7, that's very, very light. So that is just a regular strolling around the park, not really getting out of breath at all, very relaxed. Now, very light might mean that you're walking, you park the car and you're walking into a supermarket. You're not exerting yourself significantly. 
So this time I want you to try to go for fairly light. So that might be that you are just increasing your pace to a brisk walk. And we're going to do that for a minute because I want you to really assess whether what you're doing here is fairly light, whether you're working somewhat hard. So you can increase your pace to a jog if you like, but if you're finding it difficult, if you're finding the pace somewhat hard, you feel your breathing has increased, then I want you to try and slow it down. And in slowing it down, you may very well be slowing it down to a walk and that's okay too. It might be a brisker walk than you were doing a moment ago, but fairly light are numbers oh, 10 and 11 on the scale. So remember going six to 20 and numbers 10 to 11 are fairly light. So in about five seconds, we're gonna come back to your easy pace and I want you to have a think, how did that feel? So when you come back now to your easy pace, do you feel like you were working at all really? Or could you go on at that pace forever? Was it really easy? And that's exactly what we're looking for when we look for a nice, easy, relaxed pace. If you want to increase your distance, that's the type of pace we should be looking for. We shouldn't be looking for something that's just killing you where you're feeling you're really, really working hard. You should feel like you're doing fairly light exercise. And as I said, that's numbers 10 and 11. 13 is somewhat hard. So you could increase your effort level to a 12 there. Okay, and what I'm going to do when I post this podcast episode, I'm going to put a link to the Borg scale so that you can look at it and you can see what I mean and you'll get a more visual representation of what that scale looks like. So let's go for another minute. But this time, I would like you to work a little bit harder. So can you increase your pace a little bit above where you were a moment ago? So as I said, six and seven are very, very light really easy strolling. Eight and nine are very light. 10 and 11 are fairly light. That's what we did our last session at. Now 12 is just a step above fairly light. 13 is somewhat hard. So I would like you to work there at the moment. If you're feeling this is really easy, try picking your pace up just a little bit. I'm not asking you to go for an all out sprint. Just pick your pace up a little bit. Okay, so you should feel around now that your heart rate is a little bit elevated and that you're working a little bit harder. So what is your breathing doing now? You should feel that your breathing is a little bit more rapid, but you're not really struggling. Okay, so take a breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. Relax your shoulders and you can come back to your resting rate. Well done. Okay, so hopefully you will have seen the difference now between going at a somewhat hard pace and going at a fairly light pace. So in the next session, I'm going to ask you to go for a minute and I'm going to ask you to push yourself. I'm going to ask you to push yourself a little bit more so that you feel that you're working hard. Okay, not somewhat hard, not like, oh God, this is a little bit uncomfortable. I want you to say to yourself, hmm, I don't really like it here. This is a little bit uncomfortable. So I want you to make that effort to run a little bit faster. We're going to go for a minute. You may need to take off and then bring your pace back or you might feel that you need to start off easy and increase your pace gradually. We're going to go for a minute and I want you to relax your face right now. 
So let's start again. Bring your shoulders up to your ears. Exhale, drop them down. Bend your arms to 60 or to 90 degrees rather. And let's pick up the pace. So we're going to speed it all up. And I want you working hard. So we're only 10 seconds in. It shouldn't feel too uncomfortable right now. But in another 10 or 15 seconds, you should feel, hmm, I don't really like this space. And I want to draw your attention to something else here. Just because it's hard, just because you feel a bit uncomfortable, doesn't mean anything bad is going to happen. It doesn't mean anything bad is happening. It just means your body is putting a bit more effort into distributing blood around your body. So you're working a little bit harder. Your breathing should feel a little bit difficult right now. And you should feel pretty uncomfortable. It doesn't mean you need to stop, but I know that you're probably waiting for me to call that five second countdown, which is happening now. And in three, two, one, you can start easing off that pace again. Okay, so did you make it? Did you get to that level of it being somewhat hard? So what we would generally do when we're doing intervals is the longer the interval, now this is when we're running and we're trying to get faster, the longer the interval, the slower the pace, the shorter the interval, the faster the pace. So you have to be able to gauge if you decided to, to run a 5k road race or to go to park run or to go and do a 10k or to go and do a half marathon, you're not going to do all those things at the same pace. So when you ask somebody, oh, how fast do you run? Their answer should be, well, for what distance? But I mean, we don't need to ask that. When you're running, you run at your pace. You run at what's comfortable for you. So this time we're going to increase the pace again. Hopefully you'll have recovered in the next five seconds because that's when we're going. And I want you to get into the groove and work really hard here. So let's take off. I'm only going to do this to you for 40 seconds. So the last time I was asking you 20 seconds in whether you felt like you were working hard. Around now you should feel that this is tough. I want you working very hard right now. And I want you at a pace that you can sustain for about 40 seconds. So we're halfway there, you're at 20 seconds. Can you sustain the pace for another 20 seconds? We have 10 seconds left here. You should be thinking to yourself, I hate this girl. <laughs> I don't want to listen to this podcast anymore. Okay, and start easing off that pace. We're going to keep it at about a minute and 20 seconds for recovery here because I'm sound that way. So how did that feel? So I shortened the duration there because I asked you to work very hard. Now, the next time we go at this, I'm going to ask you to push your pace for 20 seconds. So that means we're looking for a very, very hard pace. But before we do that, I'm going to ask you to do a couple of skips. So we're in recovery phase now. Let's not do it now, but let's do a couple of skips in a moment. And what we're trying to do is just fire up those quads, fire up the hip flexors. So they're the muscles on the fronts of the hips, the hip and the front of the pelvis and the fronts of your thighs to just get them working and to let them know, guys, we're going to start working a little bit harder here. So the next level on the scale is 19 to 20. That's very, very hard. We did somewhat hard, which was 12 to 13. 14 to 15 was hard. 16 to 17 was very hard, 18 to 19, very, very hard. This is what we're looking for here and 20. We can modify this Borg scale that we're talking about and put it on a scale of 0 to 10. So we're going to talk about that in a second. And that might be a little bit easier for you to remember in the bigger picture. So 
in about five seconds, we're going to go for 20 seconds. Get ready. Take a breath in. And let's get working. Okay, let's push pace. 20 seconds. Let's go. We've got 15 seconds left. You should be working really hard here now. It's about now you should be saying, oh, Jesus, why did I go off so fast? Why did I belt into this? Because I really need to slow down. If you don't need to slow down about now, you're doing it wrong. Okay, so let's ease off that pace. That's 20 seconds at the top of the board scale. So you should be feeling really out of puff now. You should be feeling like you have worked really, really hard. And it's going to take you a couple of seconds for your heart rate and your breathing to come back down to normal. Okay, so this would be the typical scenario. This is like, you know, primary school PE where you put, had to put your hands on your head after doing uh, the three-legged race or something like that where you were racing against your peers. This is where you were all out bursting yourself to get that 20 seconds in at your fastest pace possible. Now, if we were to look at the modified scale, seven to 10 is that space where it gets really hard. So we're going to go right back down to the bottom of the scale again and practice going easy, but we're going to do it for two minutes. So zero would be where you're sitting on the couch, feet are up and you are at resting phase. Okay, you're not doing anything. There is no requirement for you to work hard. One is very easy. So very easy is strolling around, you know, just looking at the sights. You're not exerting yourself at all. Two is somewhat easy. You've just come out to the car with a load of shopping or you've just left the office with a briefcase and realized you left your phone on the desk or you left your wallet at the at the checkout. So somewhat easy. You're going, yeah, OK, I'll just skip back to the office or wherever and go and get that. Three is moderate. So that's kind of the yellow zone. Zero to three. Moderate is, oh, Jesus, I've left my phone at wherever and I need to run back and get it before someone takes it. So you're not sprinting, but you're you're putting pressure on yourself. The green zone then, the next zone is six, four, six, five, four. So at four, we're going somewhat hard. At five, we are going hard. And six is that space between where you're working hard and you're working very hard. So again, very hard is into that red zone where it's getting really tough. So we're going to go for a minute and a half for the first one. Okay, I want you to take a breath in and let's get working here. So where do I want you? I want you at a moderate pace. I want you fairly light. Okay, we're going to do this for a minute and a half. And I want you to feel like you could probably sustain this. Okay, so the last time we did this, we did it for a minute. I want you to feel like you could sustain it for an extra 30 seconds here now. Does this feel moderate? Does this feel easy? Does this feel light like you could keep it going? In and around here is what we would refer to as your zone two pace. This is the pace that we would go if you're going to go and do an endurance session. So if you want to go longer, if you want to go for out for a longer session, this is the pace you want to do it at. And you can work at speed later. So if you want to do more distance, this is your moderate pace. This is the, the work level or the perceived exertion rate you're going to do it at. Now, why do we use this scale? We use this scale because it correlates really, really closely to your heart rate and therefore to your work zones. Now, what is a work zone? Keep going for another 15 seconds and I will fill you in. 10 seconds left. 
let's go. Well done. Bringing it back to an easy pace there now. So your heart rate zones are, they're basically a way of classifying how hard we're working, what kind of fuel source we're using, and depending on what the outcome of your training is or what you want it to be, we can manipulate our training programs to work within different zones to allow us to elicit a different result from our training. So my heart rate zone two, or my easy working, my easy rate of perceived exertion, let's say a moderate pace, I may very well have a different heart rate to what you consider your moderate pace. And that's dependent on age. It's dependent on our training age. So how long we've been training for. It's dependent on loads of different things. How well hydrated we are, how well we've slept, whether we've eaten beforehand. So our zone or what our heart rate is doing is dependent on all these things. So the first thing I'll say to you is don't compare your heart rate to somebody else's. Okay, we're going to go again. This time we're going to go for two minutes. And I want you to consider whether you can sustain a somewhat hard pace for a full two minutes. If you don't want to go somewhat hard, so if you don't want to feel like, oh, the breathing has increased a little bit, I'm kind of working here. If you don't want to do that, pick a pace you like and stick with it for two minutes. But the reason I would like you to try the somewhat hard pace is because I want you to get an idea of what it feels like to be working in zone three. Zone three is the space where you should feel, okay, we're, we're using mostly fats as fuel. Uh, we are probably using a little bit more carbohydrates than we were when we were in zone two. And you should feel, mm, man, I'm working here, but I can probably keep going. So that's the somewhat hard. If you were to have a conversation with somebody running alongside you, you might be able to get three or four words out of your mouth at a time, but maybe not a full sentence as you would have been able to in the previous zone. So we have about 40 seconds or 50 seconds left in this segment. And I want you to consider what your breathing is doing now. Is it really, really easy to breathe? Or are you finding it a little bit difficult? Are you kind of thinking to yourself, mm, this is uncomfortable, I'd like this to be over soon? Because if that's what you're thinking, you're working somewhat hard. You're exactly where you need to be. We've got about 20 seconds left, so keep it going. In the next episode, we're going to talk about heart rate zones. So we're going to relate heart rate zones to rate of perceived exertion a little bit more closely so that you can get a better idea of what you're working, what level you're working at, what kind of fuel you're using. So if you found this useful, please do share it. Okay, bring the pace back down. Okay, so how are you feeling now? What is your breathing doing? If you're heaving, then you probably weren't working at a level four. You were probably working a little bit more closely to a level five or a level six, which is hard and maybe in between hard and very hard. So we are nearly 24 minutes into this session now. So we're going to go for one more interval before we start to warm down. And I want this interval to be a little bit of a, let's call it a pyramid. So we're going to go for a longer interval. And it's going to be uncomfortable because we're going to do three paces up and we're going to do three paces down. So I'm going to give you another 15 seconds or so to recover. And then I want you to start at a somewhat easy pace. 
That might be a brisk walk. It might be a slow jog, whatever you are comfortable with. So this session is going to last a little bit longer. So get ready and let's go. So let's bring that pace up. I want you to be working somewhat easy. Breathe in through the nose, breathe out through the mouth. Shake out your arms. Next time you breathe in, hug your shoulders up towards your ears. Exhale all the way. Bring your arms to 90 degrees. Elbows bent, hands to the front. Don't make a, a tight, tight fist, just relax your hands. A gentle fist as if you're holding as if you're holding a feather in the palm of your hand. So nice and relaxed hands. That relaxation will transfer to the lower body. If you hold your fists really tight, you're holding tension. Okay, so in about 10 seconds, we're going to increase your effort level. So rather than saying, I want you to stop and recover. Okay, now what I want you to do is I want you to increase your effort level. And I'd like you to work somewhat hard. We're going to do this for a minute. So pick up the pace just a little bit. I don't want you huffing and puffing. I want you to get into a zone where you feel, oh, this is a little bit uncomfortable, but I can sustain it. So in the overall scale, it's only a four. We're not up at 10. 10 lasts about nine seconds. You can probably do about nine seconds at a 10. That's it. That's a full out sprint. So we're at a four. We're not even we're not even halfway through. Okay, so 20 seconds left out of four. And I want you to regulate your breathing now. Breathe in through your nose, out through your mouth, because we're going to go for 30 seconds at very hard. And I'm going to count you down to it, okay? That's in 10 seconds. I want you for 30 seconds to pick up the pace when I say go, because I want you working really hard. When you're ready, let's go. Keep it going, keep it going. We've got 15 seconds left at this pace, so push it out a little bit. You should be working very hard right now. You should feel like the breathing is quite difficult, your heart rate is elevated, and in five seconds, I'm gonna bring you back down to a moderate pace. Okay, let's go. Down to a moderate pace. Don't come all the way back to recovery. Come to a moderate pace. We're going to hold it here for one minute. So it should feel easier than your last set. But you're not all the way there. You're not all the way into resting yet. This is a real push for the fitness. And it really does work at driving the fitness up. You're halfway through this set. Keep it going. 30 seconds left. This is really good work. If you're staying in time, you are doing a fantastic job. Do not give up on yourself. 20 seconds left at a somewhat hard pace. Because I want you to know when you finish, you're saying now, oh, thank God this is the last one. But I promise you, when you finish, you're going to be saying to yourself, I could probably do another one of these. Okay, so now I'm going to tell you, take the, take the pace back. Take it back to somewhat easy. A nice, easy slow jog or a brisk walk, whatever works for you. 45 seconds left in this set. And that's, that's your first pyramid session done. 
so well done. Keep it going. Another 30 seconds. That's it, 25 seconds. So your breath should be starting to come back right now. You should feel like this is a little bit easier. Well done, 15 seconds, keep it going. And then we're gonna do our warm down. So when we look at the overall volume of work that we do in these sessions, we're talking about intensity today. Okay, well done guys. Let's bring it back down to your easy pace. So this is your recovery. We're gonna recover for the last couple of seconds here or the last couple of minutes. And I want you to think about what you've achieved today. Because when we look at the sessions we've been doing, what I've asked you to do so far is to increase your effort level just marginally. I've asked you to come from either a walk to a slow jog or from a slow jog to a slightly faster jog. So we've kind of set our sights on two different paces. But today we've gone through a range of different paces and I'm sure you found that that session was potentially a bit more difficult than ones you've done before because we increased the intensity. So previously what we've done is we've increased the duration of your exercise or the duration of your effort. So we've gone from a 30 second interval to a 45 second interval to one minute to 90 seconds to two minutes. And today what we've done within that framework is increase the intensity of your interval. So these are two different ways to train, duration and intensity. Now, I need to point out to you that increasing the intensity, if you're prone to injury, I know in my own experience, increasing the intensity is something that you need to be careful of doing. It's something that you need to be aware of. It's something that you need to be practiced in before you go loading yourself with lots of sessions. So a session like this, where there's a higher intensity, I might suggest you do that once a week. If you are an experienced runner, you might do it more frequently. But certainly for yourselves right now, if you're starting off, I would do a higher intensity session once a week. And I would be looking at the rest of the week in terms of increasing my duration. So increasing my capacity for endurance. So that is basically up to now we've been doing 30 minute sessions and we're going to start increasing them to 35 minutes. So that's just increasing the duration. And what that's going to allow us to do is increase the duration of the intervals we've been doing within those sessions. So rather than doing a two minute interval in our next program, we're going to increase the duration of our intervals to three minutes and we're going to do a certain block of three minute intervals. So what we'll do then is from here on in we're going to alternate our sessions in between duration or the amount of time we do the intervals for and decreasing our recovery phases. So we can actually make a session more intense by decreasing our recovery phase. So instead of doing a minute on and a minute off by decreasing off phase, we can increase the intensity without running harder, without running faster. And so that's going to reduce the risk of injury. So breathing in through the nose and out through the mouth, I want you to bring the shoulders back up to the ears, relax them back down. We're going to just ease out all the muscles we've worked today now, because today would have been a difficult session if you haven't done speed work like that before. I know we didn't do an awful lot of it, 
but just be aware that you might be a little bit more uncomfortable in the legs tomorrow than you have ordinarily been up until now. So I want you to be aware of your footfall here now as well. Are you walking a bit more briskly? And if you are walking, remember we don't want that big long reach of a stride out the front where you're pulling your toes back towards you because you probably be prone to uh, maybe developing shin splints or being a little bit more uncomfortable in your shins if you're stepping out that way. So keep your legs relaxed. Keep your stride length moderate length. Where is your foot falling? So where is your foot hitting the ground? Is it hitting hard into your heel? Are you bouncing on your toes? Or are you taking a moderate length stride and are you landing on your midfoot? That's probably going to be the most comfortable space for you to land on. So your midfoot is not by your arch. It's the space just before your arch, just behind the, the kind of the ball of your foot or the, the padded portion of your foot. In order to land there, we need to maybe slightly shorten our stride length if your stride length is already very long. So relax those legs again, shake out the arms and try to allow Try to allow the legs to mimic what the arms are doing. So if you're shaking out the arms, imagine them relaxing and imagine the legs relaxing to go with that. Take a breath in through the nose, out through the mouth. Has your breathing recovered? Because if your breathing has recovered completely, you're doing really well. That means your fitness is starting to improve. I'm really, really happy to hear that. So if you have any insight in the meantime into what you would like to hear in these sessions, please drop me an email, info at fionaodonnell.ie. If you think that there is something else that would benefit you in these sessions, please do feel free to drop me an email and let me know. In the meantime, if you would prefer a more individual approach to your coaching and you want to learn more about your nutrition, you want to develop a better running plan, if you want to develop your fitness and learn how to plan for yourself so that you can become fitter, become stronger, become a better runner, then please go and check out my website, fionaodonnell.ie, if you would like to be involved in a plan like that. Every month I take on five or six individuals and we work as a team in helping you to develop your long-term plan and helping you to develop a lifestyle that you want to achieve. So you know where to find me guys. I hope today's session has been valuable to you. So in the meantime, stay safe on the roads. I will be back next week with another episode of the Run With Me series on the Just Run With The podcast. Thank you so much for listening.